Welcome to the Rose and Dagger podcast. Uh, this is episode 23. Woo! Talking about setting. Um, I'm Lauren, Kings of Everything. I am Nick, Lewin has AF on Tumblr, and Yes is a World on AO3. And I'm not good at all at writing setting. <laughs> <laughs> we learned some things. Um, so we, uh, should we talk about the Aphantasia thing first? Cause this is kind of how, um, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Well, like I was, um, we were, what was it? Nadia, I think came into our chat, the pepper chat and was like, Hey, have you guys heard of this thing? Aphantasia? And we're, yeah. And then like, uh, it turns out that quite a few people <laughs> in our chat have that. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's a newer discovery because the first, I think, published paper about it was from 2015. Mm-hmm. Like, people have been living like this <laughs> right. for, so, for thousands of years. Right. So it turns out, so I have a, what is it? What do we say? Aphantasia? Aphantasia. Aphantasia. Merriam-Webster's pronunciation of it is aphantasia. Um, and that means that I cannot visualize things when my eyes are closed. Yeah. The definition is inability to produce visual images in the mind's eye. And there are like different um, levels of it. Yes. Yeah. So some people that have it have it like fa- also have face blindness, which is where like you literally don't recognize people right. at all. Um, and then some people can produce like there are tests that you can do like online tests, and like like if you say what is like um, give a star in your yeah. mind. Yeah, there's one that's um, like star, like picture a red star in your mind's eye, and it's just like I literally can't do that. Like I just feel like the words the words red star are in your head, but that's like you're yeah. just thinking red star. But you're yeah. not seeing one. Like I know, like um, I know what a red star looks like, obviously, but I cannot come up with an image of one. And it's wild to me that people can do that. And it's even wilder that some people can do it with their eyes open. That's what I'm doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I can't it's even, very fancy. Like my brain is so, like it kind of breaks my brain trying to imagine how that even works. Yeah, I don't since know. Since I can't, like, I can just see what's in front of me, and that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like a, because uh, it's not like, I don't even know how to, I don't know how I would explain it, but it's like, I guess, a different layer of seeing something. I can sort of see it in front of me, but I'm not, I know that I'm not actually seeing it. It's like a thought. I'm seeing a thought. That's maybe so wild to me. <laughs> so, so wild. So when we when we started talking about this in our chat, this is when I found out that like Nick doesn't remember what I look like unless we're talking. <laughs> Every time we show up, she shows up on Skype. I'm like, I missed your face. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, so excited too, to but see it's you. More of a general. <laughs> yeah, if she's not here, I don't know what she looks like. <laughs> Surprise. Um, but so we were um, we were talking about this in like an off uh, like after we'd finished recording we were just chatting and I, we'd 
talked about how maybe this might affect, I think this is when we're talking about it, mm -hmm. how it might affect the way that you write um, setting. Yes. And it turns out that it does because you were saying that you have trouble with, like, you should talk now because you have trouble <laughs> with setting. <laughs> um, I'm very hand-wavy about both time and setting. Um, time, I think, because most of the time I don't want to just, like, plot out, like, timelines of stuff. Um, but for setting, I'm very hand-wavy about setting because I can't see the setting that I'm writing. Um, so for example, if I'm writing a scene that takes place in a kitchen, I can't see a kitchen in my head, but I know that there would be like a refrigerator and a stove and an oven and a sink and a counter. Like I, like I know what goes into a, into a kitchen. Um, and so I can't envision my characters walking around in that kitchen. All I can, so I have to, I have to like say, okay, they're going to be here talking. And then if they're like, like if I need them to be doing an action, I have to be like, okay, what kind of action can they do in a kitchen? They can walk over to a refrigerator and open it, or they can, like, I can't, I have to piece, I have to piece all of that together. Um, or like if they walk into like a living room, I don't have an image there in my head. I have to be like, what kind of things would be in a living room? Oh, there would probably be a couch. Okay. What kind of couch, like would these characters have? Would it be, you know, like a sleek modern couch? Would it be like a comfy, like lived in couch? Like is it an antique couch? Like what? And so I have to build like every piece of scenery I have to build from their personalities. It doesn't just arrive in my head. And so all of that takes a lot of work. So I don't do it unless I have to do it or unless I think it's like very important to the story for some reason. Um, I was just remembering when I was writing Don't Want Shelter and the flashback scene um, in the dining area in the beach house. Mm -hmm. um, I don't remember you asking about the dining area and you being like, I just don't understand where it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and exactly. now it all makes sense. It's <laughs> <laughs> like me trying to draw a picture of it for you. Um, so in my head, I see like the floor plans of houses and stuff when, um, when I, when I write them, uh, Usually there are houses that like I've been in before. So like, I know like a general, I guess, layout. Um, but sometimes they're not like the beach house was kind of just square house. Um, I was thinking like, I, I, I haven't even thought I about floor plans. Like my, mine was more like, <laughs> It's more like a, like a set on a TV screen, like we're like in a TV show and like a sitcom where it's like they live in this room and then they like walk off screen and they just like <laughs> disappear into the ether. And, and then and they, like, not... I, have, I have to like build a set in like another room. Yeah, like when they're 
using the bedroom they use it for like a coat closet or something yes exactly <laughs> like it's not like my my rooms are not connected in any way <laughs> like in you know. interesting to me yeah so i guess if you wanted to um if you wanted to uh have a more specific setting and you have trouble if you have aphantasia or you just have maybe have like a mild version of it who knows you could uh if you wanted to put the effort in you could like research and find like a house that you like the way it looks and like uh, a floor plan and you could have notes you know like as you write so that you could reference them yeah uh, if it's important to you yeah. um should we keep should we keep talking about this or should we move on to setting and like see how it links back? Yeah, let's yeah, let's do that. Okay. Like what I was reading was um I did I read for this for this episode. It's crazy. Which is great. Um, I did not, so I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, well apparently the three main parts of your story are the plot, the characters, and the setting. Okay. But is a much more broad term than I um, than I realized mm -hmm. because it includes like is it a fictional world or a real world um, or a combination of both uh, what time is it as in like is it historical future present day um, season like you know or holiday time uh, time of day when things happen um, elapsed time that the story takes place um place like the it doesn't take place in a city or like a small town is it in the country uh is there a forest is there an ocean are they teachers in a school or students in a school or is there like are they in an office building um coffee shop stuff like that uh environment climate geography <clears throat> weather um, and then landmarks like buildings, bridges, and stuff like that. And then also like if you do write a story in like New York, um, you know, you have to take into account the population that there are people like ton you're not gonna be like, you know in like a small town. You have it, anyway, you can see what yeah. I'm saying. Like there's yeah. people there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there's people everywhere. Yes. Um, and then also like culture of the area, like a small town, like a small southern town is very different from like L.A., um, just like the general culture of the area. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's where you have like your research and you have to decide like what's going on um, in the story. But like what um, what I read, which makes total sense to me, is that it fictional um settings are are usually much more difficult because you have to world build from the ground up mm -hmm. um which is why a lot of times things like uh books like like lord of the rings um wow i just went completely like blank those books yeah like it's like it's like a different a fictional world but somewhat similar to earth yeah it's like earth light mm -hmm. um and then you have things like Harry Potter where it's like a, the real world but a fictional world within the real world so it's like a combination and mm -hmm. a lot of times that that can be done where you like you have like a 
fictional town within like a real mm-hmm. like like say you yeah. were in upstate New York but it was like a fictional town in upstate New York so you could like make up like whatever but you have like the general um like geography of the area and stuff like that right. um uh, oh and also real places can be difficult if you don't know them and that's why you have like a Brit picker or um, a New York picker or, yeah. you know, uh, like if I were to write, um, I don't, when I wrote my Vegas fic, it was like research. I remember like researching like the, the layout of like where the buildings all were in relation mm-hmm. to each other. Nobody reads that fic. I put a lot of effort into it. <laughs> um, yeah, so like, you know, sure there's even, you know, um... I don't want to. I don't want to specifically call out a fic. But there was a fic I read once that took place in a building that I worked in, um, or that I had been too many times because it was like work adjacent. Um, and they got details about the building wrong, which I'm sure for like 99.9 percent of the people reading, they wouldn't have any idea. But I was just like, but that's not the way that building works, <laughs> which is just you know um well and that's where you would use like a fake building a fictional yeah. building within a real you know yeah. um because you are going to pull people out of the uh, story like mm-hmm. i think in a case like that you're right it's probably like you and like maybe two other people yeah exactly <laughs> it would be like you know this doesn't seem right yeah. um but uh but yeah so like i know I mean, that's why you have a Brit picker. Anything yeah. that I've ever written where they're British, I have uh, KK goes over for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, that's all. I, I wrote a fic um, based in LA. Um, and I had not spent enough time in LA that I was almost like, I think I feel like I need a LA picker. And then I, tried, and then I had a longer trip where I spent more time there. But, um, you know, even that, even having been there, I was still was like, I don't feel like a, this makes sense for me to write this, you know, without somebody else, like, taking a look at it. Wait, which fic are you talking about? That was the one um, where, that was my, um, where do Bergen Hearts go fic, where he, like, drives all around L.A. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because um, when I was thinking about writing that famous, famous fic, there are uh, parts of it that take place in L.A. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was like, I'm gonna have to research this. Same with heading for limbo. Like, there's me with a map. After <laughs> 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 I figured this shit out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, I guess I did all right. But uh, yeah, I had to do that for um, I, my first fic was a road trip fic. And so I had to, like, pull up, like, a map of the U.S. and, like, plan out, like, how far they could drive. Like, I did, like, the route on, like, Google Maps of, like, this is how far they would go, like, each day. Because I couldn't picture how (laughs) it looks like otherwise or how long it would take them to go anywhere. Um, Okay, so it was interesting to me to, like, I guess I knew that um, the time stuff was part of the setting. Mm-hmm. But like in my head, I always thought of it as just like the physical place that the scene takes, like mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. Uh, 
But like writing New York in like the mid eighties, Times Square in mid eighties versus Times Square now would be very different. Yeah. Settings. Like so when I did, uh, I went Harry Tally because it took place from like early mid nineties to the early mid two thousand. Like how do you say that? The two thousands. Anyway, I remember there was a they they go to a bar restaurant it's harry's birthday and you were like that place isn't open anymore and we had to like <laughs> i mean obviously we didn't have to but we both were like oh no yeah and like went and and researched and we were like okay good they're yeah. still open at this time and in, in history but yeah. yeah so like yeah things were very different um 30 years ago 40 years ago than they are now yeah. <laughs> that long ago oh. <laughs> like the mid 80s is 35 years ago it's crazy talk wild yeah um so when you so i have a question about all of this so Mm -hmm. when you're um so well okay so let me back up for a moment so my so i guess when i'm like hand wavy about setting I feel like maybe now that I'm realizing that like time and all that is part of it I'm not like that hand wavy because I do have like I do know whether it's like set in present day or like I have like a general sense of time and place I just don't get like too into the nitty-gritty um And I think that also sort of might explain why a lot of times I like when I'm reading, I skim over setting or like somebody can't picture it. Yeah, because I can't picture it. So I'm sort of just like, like I grab the like super pertinent details and then just like skim over everything else. Um, And I will say I'm not super into reading like world building type fix because like I don't. I'm I'm really there for like the emotion of it, not yeah. the like world building part because I can't see it. I can't handle reading a lot of setting description. Like as much as um I can visualize it, some of it I like to have it live in my head the way that it lives in my head. And if it's described too much, it's like it's like overwhelming, and I will yeah. skip it. Um. So when you're so when you're reading like. Like if some, if, you know, if it's like rolling hills dotted with flowers and the sun is peeking through the clouds and I don't know, there's a wolf howling in the distance. Is that, um, like, do those pieces like layer for you so you can actually see them as they're being described to you? Oh, that's yeah. wild. Yeah. Yeah. Cause in my head now it was very cartoon, like, like a little boy who cried wolf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I made up a little fence in the front, and there were sheep. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> because I had thought about you saying the thing about um, counting sheep, and how you yes, never exactly. understood why anyone would do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can see them. Just count. Why would I have sheep? You can just count. You know what? Just count. When I was a teenager, and I used, to, which now I realize I had like insomnia, but <laughs> when I was like a younger teenager, and I couldn't sleep. Um, uh, okay, I'll 
start off by saying I started working when I was 12. So I had a job. And so I had school and then I had a job. And so I would obviously still be like pumped up from work and stuff. And uh, I wouldn't be able to sleep. I would close my eyes and lay in bed and just like have like these like elaborate um I want to say it well fantasies but not in the, the way that we normally talk about them on the yeah. podcast but just like I imagine like things happening you know like um I guess I was telling stories to myself until I would fall mm-hmm. asleep like just like yeah. in like dumb stuff sometimes it would be like when I was trying to get my driver's license it would be like me picturing myself driving really well yeah <laughs> driving down and, and I would have like these huge like you know, stories and I would have them in my head and then I would fall asleep. Um, yeah. Cause like, I can, like, I do that. I like daydream and like, you know, like but it's like, all the worst case scenarios of a situation or whatever, but it's like just thinking them, like I don't see them at all. Yeah. So you're, yeah. you're, you think about the concept of it instead of like the visual. Yes, exactly. Of it. Yeah. It's so interesting to me. So when you're when you're <laughs> writing, like if you're writing, um, I don't know, a scene that takes place at a beach house, like is that is is this is the writing of the beach house part pretty quick for you because it's in your head, so you're just like, did it like how does how does that work yeah. for you? Well, okay, so like the um the divorce fic that I just wrote. Um, there's a lot of setting stuff because mm-hmm. they are in Italy for part of it. Um, and, uh, like for, okay. So like there's a hospital scene and like a, like a, not like a bad hospital scene for anyone who's worried about that. <laughs> but, um, so like in my head, it is my own experience in the, um, maternity ward of hospital. And so, like, in my right. head, I can see that, and I'm like, okay, this is exactly where they go and what happens. Like, right. I don't have to, there's no, like, me trying to imagine how it looks, because I know from my memory. Right. Um, now, that is not from having babies. That is from my mother-in-law being a nurse there and me right. going and, like, you know. Um, yeah. But, uh, so that scene, I was able to just, like, pull from my memory um the there's a skiing scene I've only ever been skiing once it was horrible experience but I remember the way that the mountain looked yeah (laughs) I was like um so yeah like 25 years ago um but like in my head I'm like okay this is where the ski lift is and this is where and then I went and like actually researched like a an actual um mountain like resort and stuff for you and so like I took like my memory of that one in North Carolina that I went to and like kind of mixed it with the map of the ski resort right and like imagine the differences and like what it would look like at this place um in Italy um I don't want to say names because you never know I never know what people, I should just ask everyone I know, is it okay if we talk about you on the podcast? <laughs> but some people in, um, in my, the Stitch and Bitch chat um, uh, have been to uh, Rome and Florence. 
And so um, they were like, I got, I got some photos of some vacationers <laughs> of them. Like they yeah, sent me vacation it's... photos, which was, um, and, uh, um, and then like I combined like that with like maps of the area, like they go to a park. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's like a garden, it's like this huge place with like museums and shit. Um, and so, like, the pictures with that, like, I was able to kind of be in Rome. And then I did that, um, <laughs> that virtual tour that yes. one day. I sat, down and, <laughs> I sat down and watched, like, a, um, I didn't watch the whole thing because, you know, it was really long. But mm-hmm. a, a virtual tour, a walking tour of um, of Florence where a guy has, like, a GoPro or whatever. It's not even a GoPro. He's, like, a thing that, like, straps to his chest mm-hmm. and, like, goes, does the tour. So I was able to, like see what it was really like um and so that helped some place like with a place that I didn't know but then I'm also able to like still right now see that in my head um of like the video of him well not him because you never see that guy but like (laughs) the other people and the things that he saw and stuff um so some of it yeah so it does I mean that obviously took more research but then Mm -hmm. once I was writing it does come pretty fast because it does stick there in my head yeah I think that's why sometimes like writing for me can take so long because I have to before I even start writing if I'm trying to think of my characters like having a certain conversation somewhere I have to think about like where that conversation would be and then like build up from there and so yeah. scenes that are like very um, scenes that are like very rooted in a particular place, it can just take a long time for me to like wrap my head around what that would look like. Yeah. I wonder if it would help you if you did that. If you did like um, have like pictures. Yeah, like references. Yeah. 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 Like the, like the next time you sit down to um write something longer or something short if it takes place in like just like if it's like a short fic that takes place in a kitchen, maybe you could yeah. find a picture of like a kitchen and be like, "Okay, this is my kitchen." And see yeah. if it makes a difference. Yeah. I do um like I have tried that and then sometimes I just fall down a rabbit hole of like, "Well, that's not perfect. That's not perfect." Cuz I can't also swap <laughs> things out. I can't be like, oh, this is great, except for this sink is not what I envision. Like, I can't just, like, oh, So you can't visually, ooh, we can yeah. make a collage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's exactly what I would have to do. And then that would take me forever to find, like, all of the specific things on the internet that I would want to, like, put together in their rooms. Yeah. Now that sounds fun to me, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I think that's a great, uh, but yeah, back to what we we're saying. I think that um, that's that sucks that you can't like swap out the sinks and stuff. But yeah. um, if you what if you drew instead of like the the actual images of the kitchen, what if you looked at like floor plans? Because then it's just like lines, like black and white lines. Okay. Like here's where the refrigerator is. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of times my like. I mean, my layouts that I have, like, in my head are sort of, um, I think a lot of my kitchen layouts are just, like, I use the same kitchen layout. Yeah. Yeah. 
like once I have one, then I'm just like, okay, well. I mean, I I love I love a um a ranch house. Everyone loves a ranch houses in my fix because they're easy. I don't know what a ranch house <laughs> is. Oh, okay. So um, the one story. Um, okay. usually uh, all the all the bedrooms are on one side of the house. Okay. Um, the Merrill Harold house uh would have had like. A door would open into a formal living room. Okay. On the other side of the formal living room was like a, a den. Okay. Down one side of the house would have been three bedrooms and a bathroom. Okay. And then on the other side of the house would be like dining room and kitchen. So it's a okay. rectangle. So the house is like a rectangle from the outside. Okay. But okay. yeah, they're usually... Yeah, they're usually like that, and then some of them have, like, garages and stuff. Okay. It's very, it's very, like, suburban, like, um, the, uh, the first, like, what are they called? Subdivisions that were, like, in the, you know, like, the 50s, where they planted, like, tons of oak trees and shit. Um, those are all ranch houses. They can be two stories, but usually they're one. Okay. That makes sense. What are they called when you walk in and there's like you can go up or down, like you split walk level. into a, a split level? Mm-hmm. That's what I always think of ranches is a split level. I think I think they might be called a split level ranch, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the neighborhood that um like the real life neighborhood that Merrill Harold took place in, there were split levels in that neighborhood right. as well. It was very hilly. Yes. I can still I can still picture me as running around that neighborhood. That's why I have mm-hmm. so much like, <laughs> everything because I can remember me like looking at all these houses like wow they're all the same brick. Yeah. <laughs> like, what were they doing in the fifties? Everything is the same. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, and I think we all write what we know. That's why everything takes place near a beach when I write it. Right. And I rely on you for New York. Mm-hmm. It's like when people complain, which I don't think it happens anymore, but people used to complain about the amount of like American fix when oh, yeah. the boys are British. But yeah. it's like they're fictional characters who give a shit, not me. I'm not right. I mean, it's like it would be different if it was canon and you were writing them from like South yeah. Carolina. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's. it's not canon they're not they're not actually one direction so exactly i think setting is important to some fic i think that sometimes it's not i think it just depends on i mean yeah like the the broader things like you were saying like the future past Mm -hmm. you know historical like that sort of thing and even maybe the time of year um might be important but depending on the story you know it might not depending on where like where like if it if it all takes place like if it all takes place in a coffee shop then yeah you might want to know a coffee shop (laughs) right well that's what like like my larry abroad fic that i wrote in coney island um love that fic that fic could 
I mean, it could theoretically have been written other places. Um, but to me, the like, um, the disconnect between what ha- what Harry is feeling and the like happy, carefree setting of Coney yeah. Island. Like that, like that disconnect was really, like, sort of at the crux of the of the look of the of the fic, you know. Yeah. Um, and so you did so well like, with the setting there, though. Is that just because you know the places? Yes, that one I used a map. I mean, I had I've been to Coney Island like numerous times. Um, but then I also still had like used a map as they like walked down the boardwalk to make sure that like, you know, the like the, the amusement park part um, is like in one place and then, you know, the aquarium's like further down. So I just wanted to make sure as I was writing it that I um, even as many times as I've been there, I still had to use a map to make sure I was getting it all correct. Um, and there's like one scene where they're in like a. Um, there's like a parking lot that's like full of murals um, and describing those were really hard since I couldn't picture them. I, I had to go back and forth with um, like the pictures on the internet of the murals and sort of try to describe them. Describing art is very hard. Um, but so I had to use yeah. those. Like I couldn't pull any of that from my memory um, other than like knowing that there is a mural like thing there. Um, but I had to, I had to get all those. I had to look all those up. Um, so it is possible to do a really, uh, to like write a really, like a setting really well, even if you can't see it in your head. It just takes more effort. Yes. For me, it does. It, for me, it's really a, um, you know what? Actually, now that I think about it now, it's really fascinating that like I have, my Madrid fic, which is like clearly based like in a place, and that's how I refer to it when I'm writing it is like the Madrid fic, and that has taken yeah. me ages. I mean, it's 40k, and I sort of have given up on it. Um, and then my other one is my the one I keep calling my cozy fic, which like takes place in like a yeah. very specific country setting, and both of those like I've been wanting to write for ages, and they're both like the setting is so important for both of those. I, I wonder if that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Like it feels so much harder to write those than it does like I don't know, a fic where they're like in New York. This is so interesting to me because it is like like part sometimes what draws me to write a fic is the setting. Um or like I'll have like you know in my head I want to include this thing and like the um oh like the alley thing the alley scene um with pregnant Harry um like I could just see it in my head and it was like I have to break this down because I could just see like the setting and everything happening um and like the we won't talk about like the oh you know what we'll do is we'll call it treehouse harry because that's not what it is um yeah but so like to me um i'm interested in writing uh something that that takes place 
um, in like different settings, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, even though I don't feel like I get like super descriptive with, uh, I, I, I try not to, cause like, I don't want to be like overwhelming with, um, like information about the, the place. Mm -hmm. Try to give a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, it just gets interesting to me. The difference it's nice that like i'm thinking about you and your cozy fic and your madrid fic and i'm like this makes so much more sense now right like i, like yeah. I hadn't thought about that until right now <laughs> that's crazy like you'd have to have so many things like i'm uh, like i'm thinking about the cozy fic like mm-hmm. you'd have to have like so many things like I guess, drawn or images of things that you could reference because Mm -hmm. what some of it takes place outside and some of it Mm -hmm. like fictional, it's a fictional town, right? Yeah. And then kind of in the middle of nowhere. And so, yeah, it's a lot of now, you know, yeah. I wonder if I can like power through better now that I know like that, that's my like, potentially like a stop and block for them yeah like i wonder if you got like a few you know pictures that you liked Mm -hmm. you know you cut out the parts that you don't like (laughs) yeah (laughs) like if there's a tree and you're like i don't like that tree just cut it out of the picture yeah scribble over it with yeah um oh like is uh, okay but when you do those uh what are they called? The boards. Mood boards? No, not boards. Not thick related. God, what is the word I'm looking for? It's like a goal thing. Oh, um. Oh my God, what are those called? At least we know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know the word, but we can. If yeah. We can, it's not goal. Oh my god. It's a, Is that it's a <laughs> this thing? But what is the name of this thing? Oh my god. Drive me crazy. But it's like we're to make like maybe if we start a talking about one of us will remember a vision board there you go how the hell do you make a vision board <laughs> that's a great question um i don't know so like what do you and you make them for like a specific i've never made one so i have i have i've talked i've actually talked to my therapist about this how i would like to make one and i don't know how to make one um and part of it not know. to get into my therapy is because I don't know what I want in my life. But also, hey. um, I don't know, like, <laughs> I don't know actually I how mean, to make one. I feel ya. <laughs> um, yeah, no, mine, I have one in front of me that I've like, I was like, okay, I'm going to do a mood board in like this part of my planner. And I literally have four things and they're all like words, like quotes, because there's no like vision <laughs> that's that's well it's now we know yeah fascinating um yeah and like doing collages is really hard for me because I don't know how to like I can't like collage things 
I need like all my pieces there so I can like figure them out puzzle like I can't like put things on top of each other um yeah um not not related to writing my um one of my six my this is oh my god so my I have you know how the 1000 feelings yeah. that 1000 feelings that there's no word for or whatever have no name. yeah yeah they have no name um so I love that a because like it's all like all those fix you know the 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 concept behind it is that they're all like feeling based you know like not setting based or whatever so like I'm so into that concept but the one I have now that I've been struggling with for like a year so way past the like one week <laughs> like <laughs> is it the candle deadline. one still? yeah it's like um it's like something about daydreams and that also explains why this one has been so hard for me to write because my daydreams I mean, you aren't... can write one of them not being able to daydream exactly <laughs> I don't even remember which prompt I have. I remember I got one about taxes and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, it's so good because mine have been like, they've all been such a challenge. Like, and I love the like. Oh, wait, I don't remember which one I have. It's the relief when she picks up the phone. Yes. Okay, maybe. All right, I'll have to think about that one some more. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a that's a it's so funny because I can like like whenever anybody else talks about their problems, I can like for sure like come up with whole things for like every one of their things. I know. And then right? mine, I'm like, I don't know. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna say the this isn't about writing, but this was when we were talking about the aphantasia thing. Mm-hmm. Um that uh the keeping six feet away from people the social distancing that when anitra said (laughs) that um you know uh you might not be able to do that like can you visualize six feet away no like when i can but can you um not even a little bit that's which is why i love that everyone has like marked marks on the floor like i have to go by those marks on the floor because i can't i have no concept of space like at all yeah, because we we had talked about this before because I was saying something about um, like spatial reasoning and mm-hmm. um, that it, well I think I was telling you about my friend who was trying to shove a suitcase in the back of her car and I was in the trunk of her car and I was like there's no way that's gonna fit and she's like we'll just try it and I was like there's no way that's gonna fit and it did not fit and I was like how can you not tell and she's like I have no spatial reasoning so I guess she probably can't um I should ask her she lives in me now and honestly Um, I mean putting leftovers in containers is like the worst part of my day because how do you know what size container to use it's fascinating to me because I'm just like I can see it I well you know what and like I've told you before about because um, my husband, there we go, mm-hmm. censoring name, um, we, ro- we brought this couch home um, that we got for like 50 bucks, this was years ago, but it was huge, like the cushion of the couch was the size of a twin size bed, 
And so, like, and then it was, like, curled arms. So, like, it was massive, massive couch. It was, like, nine feet, maybe ten feet long and, like, really wide. And I was, like, we can get that through the door. And he was, like, what? And I was, like, just do what I say. And I'll, thankfully, he listens to me. And, like, I was, like, you have to turn it over here and then get it over this way and then tip it and then, like, kind of angle it through the door. And we got it inside. But, like, um, I guess. Like, you would have been just sitting there with a couch on the porch. Yeah, I just no, <laughs> would I would have like brought it to the door and been like, like angling it every which way trying to do it. Yeah. <laughs> what else do we have to say about this? I don't know. I'm like, uh, I'm trying to think of like how to um, <gasps> relate. I know. Okay. This doesn't have to do with setting, but it has to do with the aphantasia. Uh, 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 um, people's clothing that they're wearing. Um, Can you, like, visualize that, too? Yes. I just yeah. thought about Harry's purple high tops. Yeah. I can't. So that's another thing that's, like, to me writing clothing I have to pull out pictures to like look at I can't like I mean I can remember like um like I know that they were like purple supers like I know I know that but if I wanted to write them like in more detail I'd have to like pull up a picture hmm. that's the same with like all their outfits like I have to yeah I just need reference for all of that because I can't visualize any of them what else would there be <gasps> Is this why you had to get the mannequin thingies for the smut? Probably. So for anybody that who has this and can't sense. envision the way people's bodies move during smut scenes, um, I don't even know what they're called, like the little wooden figurines that you can pose. Um, yeah, like drawing They're like on like figurines. a little wooden... They're what? They're drawing. They have them at... Um, they're in the drawing section at like Michael's and stuff. Yep. Yeah, they're just like little wooden people with like the correct um, proportions. Um, they're like on a little wooden they're thing. For and they like, have... They're for like figure drawing. Yeah. But you um, can get are... them on like a stand and you can get them without a stand. Yeah. So I got three of those um, and I drew little faces with different color eyes. <laughs> for... I, I didn't know you had faces. I mean, they're like, it's literally just like two eyes and a smiley face. Oh, yeah. Um, um, <laughs> I like that you but, have different color eyes. Though. Yeah, well, because there's three of them and they all have different color eyes. So that was my way of like differentiating who was who. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then I was able to like put them into positions. It's hard enough writing smut with two people. Right. And making sure you're like accounting for all limbs and stuff. But throwing a whole nother person was so difficult that having like an actual thing, I could like lay it down on the table next to me and be like, this person's leg is here and this leg is here and their arms are wherever, you know, it just made it so much easier for me to be able to do that. So there's a writing hack for people who. There you go. <laughs> so collages little mm -hmm. wooden figurines mm -hmm. what else 
floor plan hand wavy not being too detailed you, that's yeah, okay can be maybe your beta should have uh you should ask your beta if they can see stuff that's true <laughs> like because like i'm wondering um just like thinking like if if the writer and the beta both you know have some some level of the aphantasia then um it would be hard to catch mm-hmm. like mistakes like that yeah. um floor plans so like a little research into your setting like it, yeah. it, maybe it's something that if you want to write like a longer fic that has like your cozy fic that has like a, a setting the setting is important to the story then you're gonna have to do um more planning for that part and, yeah. and obviously maybe uh, a visual planning where you like go through you know picks a bay or pexels and like i don't know yeah search for whatever you're looking for mm-hmm. um ski resorts yeah. uh, or whatever i don't know i just find it like oops what's well, so fascinating to me i find it like, so fascinating is- yeah Brains are just really, really fascinating. Really are. Yeah. Okay, well, is that all? Are we done? I know. I think we're both like, is this everything? Let me just check my little... I feel like we are because that was like kind of a list and I sort of read off of it. But um, I would say, you know, start, start broad. If you're writing a fic, like say, mm-hmm. I don't think they're doing, they're not doing Larry Abroad this year. Um, we're not, we're not the mods, so we're not making an official announcement <laughs> or yeah. anything. But if you have like a fic, say you sign up for, okay, uh, Girl Direction Winterfest. Mm-hmm. Um, everything uh, has to be winter themed, but also in the, um, the, the prompt guidelines, we say, you know, like if you have an idea and it's not necessarily winter themed you can just throw some snow on it so mm-hmm. like start broad it's set in winter mm-hmm. if they go outside it's cold they have to wear coats exactly it's fine yeah um it doesn't those don't have to be holiday themed it's, that's why we call it winter fest um but so like maybe you know everybody i think starts with the uh, um the broadest thing which is like the time period if it's set in present day future or past i think it's most people just automatically are like it's present Mm -hmm. (laughs) so if it's if it's a historical fic they're like oh okay well there's more research if it's future okay i have to world build um and then you know your place like is it uh um are they in england uh antarctica um wherever they LA wherever they might be mm-hmm. um I think those things are, are the, the most obvious for for fix yeah um was it the summer fest was it last year's the, I can't I can't remember because I didn't write for it um they, it was was it exchange or fest? Anyway, they it, it was actually the prompts had to be summer themed. Mm-hmm. And um, whereas before they didn't have to. And like, so uh, people was sort of a similar thing where people had to be like writing 
perfect in a place where it took place in the summer and it had to be hot and like that had part of it um so time of year that sort of thing and i think most people when they're writing even just a scene they they know it's like morning or or afternoon or night Mm -hmm. um but that to me is more of a concept right so like maybe the con stuff is easier than like the physical place um so interesting to me because like when i was writing the divorce fic um and harry gets on the plane i was like okay i gotta like put him in first class that's right Mm -hmm. i did (laughs) um and like i uh i went and like reached and like found out what the cabins look like and everything um and uh i can still see it in my head <laughs> so weird <laughs> but so, like you know i guess where uh maybe i don't know if you were writing that maybe you would have just been like okay he's in first class yeah and it, it, there would have been like it, would you have done that would you have researched what it looked like no absolutely i want yeah i just would have been like they're in first class and i mean i've seen pictures of first class i know some of them lay down i know some of them are just like bigger seats you know um and probably i would have had like the flight attendants be like more attentive right like when they were sitting and stuff like as he was sitting be like do you want a drink you know blah blah because blah, they get all that like right away um so i probably would have done that more so than like looking anything up yeah interesting yeah i'm thinking you're cozy still you're gonna have to like look into that when we're done today. no exactly <laughs> all right i guess that's the end yeah. if anybody has any questions about setting though oh this was very interesting oh. to me i do i just wanted to say one other thing too is that i think um if you're somebody who's who struggles with setting too, I think one thing to keep in mind is that you don't need to do full world building, full describing of setting every time. I think the scope of the story, like if it's something like very intimate and like a short, you know, 4K intimate, you know, them working through some problem, obviously like what city they're in, what state they're in, if they're, you know, like those things maybe don't matter. Right as much um whereas obviously if you're writing something much more expansive um and they're like driving all around town and things like that then you like i think keeping keeping the scope of the setting in line with the scope of the story is really important i was gonna say too um that in a situation like that where like maybe you only have to write that they're sitting on the sofa Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that like in some in some cases you might want to write the sofa in more detail um mm-hmm. like if you want to hint that they are like uh i don't know um struggling uh financially then you know it's older and it might have some rips in it or something or um if you know if that's part of the story think sometimes people get really carried away with describing like 
um, specific things like that, like a piece of furniture <laughs> um, or something like that when it's not pertinent to the story and it can take your reader out. Um, yeah. So like if anybody who might maybe struggle with visualizing things, if you've got a picture of a couch and that's your couch, you know, you need to think to yourself, do you need to just say couch or do you need to say you know, antique velvet rolled like the couch in Merrill Herald was very important. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but sometimes couches are not important. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Just like gonna say, couch was based on a couch that I had, and it was yellow, and I'm still mad at Rufus for eating it. <laughs> <laughs> Love that okay. couch so much, but yeah. my dog. Um, I was going to say, I wrote, um, I have like two different, this this has to do with this, where I wrote two different pics where there's scenes where they're in cars. Um, yep. And in one, literally the car doesn't matter at all. Like, it's like solely their relationship and what they're like, all the subtext of what they're like fighting about. You know what thing. I have that fic yet in my head as the squirrel fic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that fic, like, it's not... I mean, the fact that they're in a car, they're, they're, the, the the thing that was important is them being trapped in a small place and not being able to get away from each other, right? Like, they're... Also, because I love that fic, it's yeah. that they're going towards something yes. that is kind of inevitable, like, yeah. phys- like actually happening, and then also, like, with their relationship. Yes. I love that fic. I, I squirrel fic. If there's not even a squirrel in there's the prompt, no it's like, what is nope. it? Like a small animal, but in my head it's a squirrel. It's because yeah. I once hit a squirrel car and Ooh. it made me really sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so in that fic, like the car itself, the the fact that they're in a car is important, but the the if it's an old car, a new car, a fast car, like none of that matters. Um, whereas I have another fic where it's like a canon fic. Um or like canon divergent or something. I don't know. Um, and so like that one, like Louis needed to be like in a sports car, like driving quickly away. Like that, like that was a different building. That car was different because the car itself mattered. Does that make sense? Oh, it's me with Mercedes boy. Yeah, exactly. I've never researched a vehicle more in my entire life. <laughs> Is there room for them to do it in the passenger seat? Yes. That was my, that was my research base. Yeah. There. Well, and also the one that he drove, I did research that one as well. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so yeah, if it's important yeah, so story, I think, then. Yeah, I think it just needs to, I think you need like the, again, like, and this is all just what I'm, what, ha- what I have been saying, but like the scope of the setting should match the scope of the, the emotional and the characters and all of that. Like, that should all be, like, a package deal. Um, and yeah, if you're getting like, you don't very want to draw much... attention away from your story by, like, a flower description of a lamp. Um, exactly. I mean, and also, this is just our opinions. Else, I feel like yeah. we have to, like, we have to say this, like, every time where we're like, write what you want. This <laughs> is just what we think. Totally. But, and you know, is, in, like, in my opinion, yeah. If you want yeah. to write three flowery paragraphs about um, the stickers on Harry's laptop, then you go nuts. I'm only saying that because I'm looking at my laptop right now. But 
you know, it's up to you. It's your, it's your, it's your fic. You do what you want. But we're just saying that, you know, that has a tendency to pull people out of the story. Um, or also that's the sort of thing that people will just be like, all right, I'm going to skip down to the next line of yeah. dialogue. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Cool. I think we're done. Okay. I think we're done with this. Um, so the next episode is going to be very exciting. Not that this one wasn't exciting, are... obviously. No, this was, this was fun. Yeah. Um, but the next one, we are going to have a special guest or two. Because um, last time we said, if you have any special skills, so mm-hmm. that is still an open call. If you have any special skills or things that you think that you would be able to help us with or help other people with or whatever, writing related again. Yes. So we're going to have some special guests. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be exciting. I'm excited for it. Do we say what we're going to talk about? Do we say who they are? I don't know. Should we? I feel like we should. And then we can ask them if it's okay. And yeah. afterwards, I'm sure it'll be fine. Well, I've already asked and them if they it. And they said yes. So I think we're okay. okay. Yeah. Okay, so we don't know exactly when we're recording. We have to set that up. But Emu, London Fog in a Cup, Lady Londonderry, and Suze Lulu Lawrence are going to join us for episode 24. And we're going to talk about, how how do we word it? How do we say? Because we talked about this earlier. It's like Um, writing. It's not writing smut. It's still writing. It's writing intimacy um, and sensuality. Sensuality. Writing characters um, like close without actually writing smut yeah so how to get all of those emotions across without writing smut so i'm really excited i think it's going to be really me too good. i think this will be great yeah because like i know uh and this is also this can be edited out if you want um a lot of people not us <laughs> i feel like we're very <laughs> here but a lot of people want to write and be published um uh not fiction but like mm-hmm. you know uh original fiction and um most original fiction is not explicit yeah so that might be something that you so this that might be an episode that you'd want to listen to um if if you're interested in that sort of thing exactly um or if you feel like you have to write smut yeah like if you feel pressure to like, write smut you don't like it yeah so we'll get into all of that next um, next time. Yeah. I'm going to say yeah. next week, but I don't know when it's going to be, but next time. Um, It'll be sometime. Yeah. Um, and then do we know what we're going to do after that? No, I think we're just one ahead. Uh, no, yeah, you, you updated we, think... our coming ups. Yeah, but I think that might be it. Um, I don't see it on um, wait, hold on. the app. Are you... On your looking at it on your laptop. Yep. Um, how to run a fic fest. That's the other. Oh one. yes. Yeah. Excellent. We'll yeah, we had. Yeah, we had an ask that was about uh, modding, and yeah. since we're only really two people and everybody's different, we wanted to take it as more like an instructional type po- uh, episode rather than our opinions. Um, yeah. Okay, so this has been episode twenty-three, okay. talking about setting. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm Lauren, Kings of Everything. 
I am Nick. Lewin has AF on Tumblr. And yes, to the world on A3. Have a good week, everyone. Yes, and thanks for listening. <laughs>